Hi, and welcome to episode 68. You know, the journey of really understanding where you want to spend your time, who you want to spend it with, and what you're trying to build can be so much more complicated than we think it is. So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. So what do you want? That's what I ask. We've talked about this just recently in our last episode, but I wanted to go into this a little bit more of really understanding where do you actually want to spend your time? Because sometimes we forget, we get into what we want as a thing, an item a dollar amount, a dream, a vision board. And we forget that it has to do with what do we want our daily lives to look like. And that's what we got into the exercise of looking at what do you enjoy doing each day? What parts of that do you enjoy? What parts of it don't you enjoy? But now I want to look at this a little bit bigger, the 30,000 foot view. So when We look in our lives from above and we see it all and we're 30,000 feet high. We're looking and it just looks like little ants down there. You can't even see anything specific. See some land, maybe some green, lots of blue where ocean is. You just can't see the details. Details are very necessary in certain parts of our lives. But in figuring out where we really want to be, where we want to go, who we want to be, what we really want, the details can become a real problem. Seriously. We don't realize that, but it can get to be a real problem because what can happen is we can start to think about, oh, I really want to do this. And then you go, oh, then I'd have to do this and this and this to get off the ground. And then all the details come into play and they make you go, ugh, I don't want to do it anymore. Forget it. I'm out. Count me out. I don't want to do it. Too much work. But what if you only looked at it from way above and you only looked at the really inspiring parts of it, the bigger picture, what it would really allow you to do, how you would really feel and how that would bring forth more clarity to where your path is and how to clear that path, how to shine a bright light on it from moving forward and stop worrying about the little details that are all necessary. We get caught up in I have to do this and this and this and all the steps and all the pieces that we sometimes never get started. But if you only focus on the big part of it and then start fitting in the pieces, maybe you don't need them all to succeed. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't need them all to succeed. Maybe you just need to be consistent be driven by passion, be driven by what you really love, and the rest will fall into place. Imagine that. It's kind of crazy to think about, isn't it? Because we're 
taught and we're guided by make sure you have all your ducks in a row you know step one step two step three step four we want to know everything that's needed to get it done we we want to know all the little pieces and we end up focusing on all of that instead of what's truly important to us and I get it the world is moving quickly we have all these areas that we have to market now and we all these different aspects of our lives that keep us spinning. But sometimes you just got to get off. You just got to stand and look at the whole park and get off these spinning toys. Look at all of the options. Spend a little time here, spend a little time there. Enjoy yourself, relax a little. That's what we really need to do, isn't it? Just step back a little bit. Because when we step back, our intuitive self can step forth and guide us to what the next step is. We're so busy trying to anticipate and guess the next step that we're not even participating in the step we're currently on. We get in such a hurry to get from one place to the next, we always miss something. And then that makes the next step a little bit more difficult. It's like if you are going in what you believe to be a straight line, but you just end up just one percent off to the left. That one percent can end you up in a totally different place. And if you start rushing and missing so many things, you might not end up where you need to be, where you're supposed to be, or where you want to be. And just by that small one percent, what if you slowed down just a bit and enjoyed the moment that you're in relaxed in the moment that you're in and took a look around looked at the big picture looked at all the options sat quietly enjoyed the moment briefly if necessary but at least take some sort of brief moment to enjoy where you are and the next step will light up in front of you go to the next one do what you need to do there Relax, lean into it, do what you need to do, and the next step will light up. If you're fussing and fidgeting and pressuring for the next step to come, you're just going to be stumbling along. Eventually, you're going to be that 1% off and you're going to end up somewhere completely different and wonder, how did I get here? This wasn't where I meant to be. I'm so off course. Now I have to redo this. Now I have to redo that. Now you're so overwhelmed, you're frozen, you want to give up, your passion is gone, your inspiration is gone, and all you can think about is all the things you missed, all the things you didn't do right, all the do-overs you have to do, it just weighs you down. I don't want that for you, you don't want that for yourself. So if we stop for a moment, took a breath, just take a breath for a moment before you jump in to the next step or Try to figure out what the next step is. Relax into where you are. Enjoy the present moment you are currently in. Yes, 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 I understand you need to plan ahead. Definitely plan ahead. There's no problem with planning ahead. There's a difference between planning ahead and stepping ahead. You know, you don't pull up to a dock in a boat and try to jump off. When it's 20 feet away, you can plan where you're going to throw the rope or where you're going to leap off to tie the rope down or who you're going to throw it to and how you're going to angle yourself in there. But you can't do it 
until you're close enough to throw the rope or jump off to grab the rope. Does this make any sense to you? Yes, you can plan, but the situation may change. You know, you may be thinking you're going to, I'm going to jump off the boat here and I'm going to tie it down. So you're looking for the space where you can jump off on that distance. Well, suddenly the wind comes and pushes the stern of the boat in and you're at the bow. It's the back of the boat and the front of the boat, by the way. And so now the back of the boat swung in and you're at the front of the boat. And so what your thought was isn't going to work now. You're going to have to adjust anyways. Or you start coming in and somebody shows up and says, hey, hey, throw the line to me. I'll help you out. Things can change in a moment, in a second, in a millisecond. You can plan all day long. doesn't mean that's the way it's going to happen. It doesn't mean that that's the way it's supposed to happen. And honestly, the more you plan, the less likely it is to go that way. I can tell you that from experience. You know, we will plan and plan and plan. We have these planners and we set up our goals and what I'm going to do and why I want it and when it's going to be done and when I'm going to start the next thing. Oh, we get into this stuff, don't we? These goals, these three-month goals, these six-month goals, these nine-month goals, these annual goals. Then we break them down in the goals we're going to do each week and what we're going to get done. And we get so focused on this. That, be honest, how often does it really go exactly how you plan? It doesn't. If it did, why would we really bother planning that much? And why would it be so difficult? We'd all do it, right? Because it worked amazingly. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. You know, I've really had to pull away from planning myself because I found every time I started to plan, the whole thing blew up in my face. I'd be like, oh, well, that was a waste of time. I spent all those hours planning. And not one single thing came through for me. When I don't plan, now I'm aware of what I'm doing enough. I'm aware of what basic next steps are, basic next steps. I tend to be much more successful. When I allow myself to follow the universe, my intuition to highlight my next move forward, things go so much better. It is difficult to let go of planning though. Because when we want something, we begin to visualize, fantasize, imagine it to be. And we're taught by law of attraction that imagine it to be real. Well, that's great. But the truth of the matter is, it's not about just thinking it's so. It's about feeling it to be true. Very fine distinction there, isn't there? It is not about thinking it so, it is about feeling it to be true. I want you to absorb that for a moment. Not about thinking it so. What does that mean? Not about thinking it so. We're taught so much to think about what you want. Think, think, think. And think about what it would be like and your thoughts create things and how you're thinking. Thoughts are energy. All these thought thinking things. Well, much of that is true. Much of that is true. But thoughts and thinking, they have an energetic base to them. And that's where, that's where feeling them true is the real secret sauce 
So what I want you to do is don't worry so much about the thinking, thinking, thinking and visualizing, visualizing, visualizing and imagining, imagining, imagining. What I want you to do is feel, feel it. I want you to feel it. Can you understand what this means? It's a bit tricky, isn't it? Because what does that mean, feel it? What do you mean feel it? I mean, I really want to write a book, for example. And so I think about what this book is going to be and what it's going to look like. And do any other interesting thoughts creep in there? Like, oh, it's going to be a lot of work. Who's going to be able to help me? What if it doesn't sell? Do I already have something ready? What if it's not good enough? Then I have to get a cover. Then I, da, da, da. We know this song and dance routine, don't we? Think, 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 think. But the feelings that begin to come up with this are fear, anxiety, concern, that you're not competent enough. And so we begin to feel our thoughts because our thoughts begin to make us feel. Catching on to this, we begin to feel our thoughts and our thoughts make us feel. That means is as you start beginning to think about things, if you think about something you're extremely afraid of, you begin to feel afraid. If you begin to think about something that you really love, you begin to feel excited and happy and love. If you think about your favorite food, you will begin to crave it. You will feel the need to eat that. If you think about a food you hate, you physically feel the ugh of not wanting to eat that. So if we start looking at it backwards, feel first and then think, can you do that? Can you feel what you want to feel about this book before you even write it? Before you even market it, before you even send it out in the world, can you feel as though it already exists? It is already successful. It is already everything you imagined it would be and do for your career and share the message that you want. Can you feel that first? You can, but how do you go about doing that? And this is where understanding what you want and being in the moment of that makes a difference. So when you really understand what you want, it means that you have had an experience before where it's worked out for you. I know for a fact that you have at least one experience in the past where something you've really wanted has worked out for you. Something new you have tried, something where you pushed yourself beyond. There's something in your past, something in your experience when you really wanted to challenge yourself and it went well. It doesn't have to be as big as the book feels like it's gonna be. It could be bigger, it could be smaller, it could be something that seems like not that big of a deal, but if you can tap into the feeling that you had when maybe you wrote one blog piece or you got good reviews for writing a really good post, lock into that. How does that feel? How did that look? What was that experience? Because now we're going back to that feeling, right? What do I love to eat? Where do I love to spend time? And get into the feeling of what it felt like to have that accomplishment, to have that excess, to have that completed, to have what you wanted 
and be successful at it. Doesn't matter how big, it doesn't matter how small, the feeling is the same no matter what. The measurement may be bigger, but the feeling you tap into will be very similar. So now let's use that feeling to think about our book or whatever it is that you've now picked out that you wanna think about. Okay, so we're gonna go into feeling mode. We're gonna reflect back to the article, the post that we made, we got such good reviews about. People are like, well, that was amazing what you wrote, okay? And you're like, that was really good. Like, that was an amazing moment. I didn't expect that. I didn't do it on purpose. I just kind of went with the flow of that. And it was just felt really good. Now, let's take out the post, the blog, and slip in the book. Have the feeling, and now it's about a book. Now, if your brain starts to decide it needs to think about things, it just needs to shut up because we're not inviting thinking at the moment. It's not invited to this party. This is the tricky part because we are not inviting thinking to this. And when thinking gets involved, it wants to question everything. It wants to know, do you know the steps? I don't think you're ready. It wants to point out everything about every moment of your life and how it could measure up to this. That's not exactly what we're doing. So we're trying to just get the feeling to this. What is the feeling? Can we connect it back to a thought? What is the thought connected to that? That was a lot easier than I expected. I just followed what I felt, my intuition of what to write. I just wrote about what was important to me and it really got good feedback. Let's focus in on that. And this is what my book is. My book is the same thing. And then just keep replacing it with your book. If a thought gets in, put it back into the post, put it back into the blog, and repractice that. Okay, so when I wrote the blog and post, it really just felt easy to me. It turned out so well. I didn't expect it. I didn't really plan. I just wrote what I felt like that day. I just sat down that's what my book is going to be like. My book is going to be just me writing what I feel. It's just going to be simple and easy. And it's going to be similar. So it's going to do well. I just know I feel like it's going to go well. And then just keep playing with that. And it's eventually going to match up with the thought of the book and the feeling. You may have to do this quite a bit. If you can hold the thought and the feeling towards the book, 17 seconds, you're doing it rocking and rolling. If you can go longer than that, great. So try to hold that for 17 seconds a day. Because what you're trying to do is match your feeling with the thought and the thought with the feeling. You see, when those two don't match, this is where we run into problems. Because you think, oh, my book's going to be amazing. But then you get the sinking feeling. And then what happens? Your thought is now wrapped up and connected to the feeling of anxiety, stress, worry, concern. That's not what we want. What we want is when we think about the book, we think about how it feels to be successful, how it feels for that to be easy, how it feels for that to just go well, how it feels to be what it is without question and know that it will come true the way it needs to. And when we do that, we begin to align our thought with our feeling. 
See, when you say, I want to write a book, but your thoughts are worry, concern, they're negative, they're in the wrong side of the spectrum, they don't match, do they? Because now what you want is a negative thing. You want worry and concern and upset, right? But if you match your feelings to a thought, you say, this is the feeling I want to have. I know this feeling, I understand this feeling, and it's going to be matched with a book. Then what happens is your feelings and your book become matched with how you want to feel with what you want to accomplish. Aha, there it is. Matching up how I want to feel with what I want to accomplish. So understanding what you want is more than just a list and more than just saying what you know what you want. It's now understanding that you must feel that you want it with what you want. So as always, keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. And we'll see you next time.